What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast. If you didn't know that, thanks so much for joining us. I'm so excited to have you here with me. Um, you can follow along with this podcast on Instagram. It's kind of the main way to find me these days, at Enjoy the Sass. My website, before the next episode, should be coming very, very soon. I'm very excited. Doing some revamps. It's going to look really awesome. New graphics, new content, all the things. It's going to be great. Um, I have been just a fan of jumping right into these episodes. So my guest today is probably one of the sassiest people that I know, aside from myself. And I'm so excited to have her on. She has been, um, well, people have put her name as a guest for a guest on the podcast a few times. And so I'm excited that we finally are getting to sit down and record. I feel like we've talked about it a few times, but (laughs) we just kind of finally are making it happen in this like tiny window that we have today. So without further ado, please welcome my girl Dom Charles to the podcast. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. So welcome, Dom. Thank you. Excited Um, to be here. I'm excited to have you. Please tell us about yourself. I am Dom, Dominique Charles. Mm -hmm. I have a longer name than that, but we won't go into it. It's okay. Um, (laughs) I am originally from Sacramento, California, if you're listening from Sac. What up? What up? (laughs) Um, I was born and raised in Sacramento, California, moved to Texas Almost exactly four years ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. About, about now I was driving okay. to Texas with our good friend Tiffany, yes. Tiff Show, yep. um, from California to Texas. Wow. And so, in Thelma, in the minivan? In my, in my mini, in my baby girl, Thelma, mm. whom has since passed on it's to okay. another land. Rest in peace. Rest <laughs> yeah. in peace. Um, yeah, that's kind of who I am, what I do. I'm a mortgage loan officer um, for a company with um, some friends of mine. It's a really great job. I serve at Reach Church as a dream team or City Reach Church. Yes, now City Reach Church. We're still getting used to it. It's very (laughs) new. Yes, uh, I serve at City Reach Church, which is how I met Faithy around Mm -hmm. four four years ago as well, pretty much as soon as I moved we connected. Pretty much. Um, and you were yeah. living at my old place. Yeah. We had a small stint of roommatehood. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And little known fact about me, I am not a good roommate. So, <laughs> so I apologize if, you know, <laughs> what you may have seen or felt at that time, that small gap of no life worries. that we lived together. No uh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all have our moments. We all have our things. Yes. It's okay. But um, yeah, that's just a little bit, a little bit about me. What brought you to Texas? I was. I had recently graduated from an internship at a Bible college mm. at a big church mm-hmm. in California, Modesto, um, and it was so great for the season that I was there. I learned. I thrived. I grew. And then very quickly after I graduated, my internship. Um, the season had left me mm. <laughs> and the grace had left that place. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just spent a couple of months praying, working, figuring out where 
the next step was. My yeah. heart is to do rehabilitation ministry for mm. addicts specifically and, and some youth ministry kind of intermingling in that mm. in the future. And so um, I was looking for a place that I can start working in that realm. And um, some good friends of mine, Rachel and Nick, Larissa, newly married at the time, decided to serve Reach Church, what was Reach Church back then. Um, because we all are, you know, we all have a good, good person or a good leader that we're all pretty connected to that had moved to, um, be a pastor of reach. And, um, yeah, once I helped them move to Austin and was super excited for them and a little bit jealous, like, (laughs) God. Yeah, <laughs> they got their next step. Where yeah. the heck is my next step? You know, like where am I going? And <clears throat> I spent about a week here in Austin and fell in love with the city. I went to the church, reached church, and fell in love with the the atmosphere. And um, you know, it just all kind of felt right. And there was an opportunity for me to serve in the ministry that I wanted to serve in. So I was like, all right, I'm one of those girls that's like, the second I feel something, Mm. you know, is right Mm -hmm. for the next season, Mm. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I do my best to not be attached to anything or anyone Mm. and to the extent that it would hold me back from where I feel like I'm supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. so... um, Daniel Elvlick, plug him. He's Love a great him. guy. Yeah. Love him deeply and his wife and his family. He's like, Dom, you need to move here. And then I was like, There's You're confirmation. Right. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so 30 days later, I was driving my good old minivan with one of my closest friends, Tiffany Shirox, to Texas to move into our little condo mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. in downtown Austin. Yeah. So that's kind of how it happened i love being in texas yeah um, i feel like if you weren't from california like texas is where you would be from <laughs> yeah i yeah. Oh, <laughs> i always wanted to be a southern bumpkin and i know that <laughs> yeah a bumpkin or like a country bumpkin okay like, yeah and i know that that's not real like what is a country bumpkin i don't I'm sure know i'm the exact opposite of you a are. bumpkin yeah <laughs> But I've always strived to be such. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, yeah, of course, Texas. Of course, I belong in Texas. Yes. Duh. Of course. Like, we're the hub of country bumpkin. Yeah. Wrong. That's probably more like Georgia, Alabama. <laughs> probably um, more deep south. Yep. <laughs> probably more in that range. But we're just not going to go there at Mm-mm. this point if you're Mm-mm. from Georgia or um, Alabama. No offense. No offense. I love you, and I want to be you one day. But but Texas is home for now. Texas is home for now. Yeah. 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 What I love what you said about just, like, feeling something is right and going yeah. with it. Talk about, like, what that looks like. Not just with, obviously, making, like, a huge move from California to Texas, but, like, what's that look like in your life? Like, when you feel something is right and, like, you feel that moment. What does that look like for you just in your day-to-day life? 
Yeah. Well, it doesn't always happen day to day. Sure. So it's with the feeling that something is right, there tends to be something that is wrong. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty aware of when I'm feeling dry or feeling unsettled or uncomfortable in like a not healthy sense. Mm. And so um, I, and kind of what that means for me is just, like I said earlier, not having any connections. So I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just like living my life in a way that's like, Here's the deal. The second that I feel like I'm being called somewhere else, yeah. I'm packing up and going. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just that I don't value anything more than the call of God in my life and the mm. purpose mm. that I um, feel I exist for. Yeah. And I kind of always keep my heart and on a daily basis set to that. Like, yeah. yeah. I have a I'm in a really great place in my life. I'm living in the town in Texas that I love. Yeah. In my own place. And yeah. I have a great job. <clears throat> but nothing about this season is so is permanent. So permanent feeling to me that I would hold on to it rather than go. Go where yeah. I feel like yeah. the Lord's calling me. So that's so cool. I feel like that's like the true definition of well, it's cliche because there are so many books, but like a purpose-driven life. Like you're really living out your life based on what your purpose and what your call is. Yeah. Like, and nothing <laughs> is going to keep you from that or um, like stop you from attaining that purpose. Yeah. And I feel like we should really all strive for that, right? Like to not be so invested or so tied to a place or a season or a moment that we can't say, okay, God, whatever you have for me, let's go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know what? That there is some really great things about that, but it's also difficult because yeah. Yeah. not leave, picking up and going isn't difficult for me. It's the staying mm. and sitting in this season and being mm. content with where I'm at, even yeah. though it's not where I know I'm going to be. Yeah. That's yeah. more difficult because mm. I'm always looking and searching and seeking for the opportunity that will feel like, yes, yeah. this is it. Yeah. This is real. This yeah. is mine. Like, this is my lane. I mm. belong here. Mm. <clears throat> and I don't ever, I've never felt like that. Hmm. Like, and so that's kind of it's like a rough in yeah. that sense. I love the the way that I perceive things. Like, yeah, it's there's nothing more important to me than my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. my purpose and the presence of the sweet. The sweet baby Jesus Christ, yes. our Father in heaven. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. There's nothing quite as important to me as that. But, yeah. Um, it's also leaves makes you feel unsettled for the mm. majority of your life if you don't like keep a hold on that, keep a grasp on. Yeah. This may not be my full purpose, but it is my purpose in this season. Yeah. Like, so how do you stay? Like there, because like you said, there's a, you have to have an attitude of like, this is just the season. So how do you stay in that place versus just like 
constantly being so unsettled or so unhappy because you're not where you should be or where you know you should be? How do you do, how do you, because obviously, you know, walking in that desire or in that purpose, how do you navigate that? It's a, it's definitely a mindset. Like it's a battlefield of the mind. Mm. Like I want to, um, but practically Mm -hmm. it's, doing what you know is right, mm. wherever you are. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, like how I stay content now is serving yeah. in my local church yeah. in whatever way I can be used. Yeah. And so that's my purpose in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of cling to that knowing that wherever I, what I'm doing now will kind of set me up for mm. where I'm going to be next. Yeah. And just like thinking big picture Right. And thinking, I know the nature of God in a yeah. sense. Like, yeah. this is not for any, like, this is not purposeless. Mm. I'm here for a reason. Um, I'm serving in this place, in this season, at this time for a reason. Yeah. And when this time and season is up, then I know the next place, even if it's not my big the picture ultimate goal, place. Right. Um, it's still the purpose Mm. for this next step Mm. you know that's there's still purpose in the next step wow dom that's so good there's purpose in the next step yeah i'm gonna like write that down and marinate (laughs) on that for a while my dad always well both my parents but my dad always goes to this idea of being like future-minded but also living in the present yeah right and i feel like that's what you're saying is like you're always looking to the next step but you've got to appreciate and embrace where you are in the moment or you'll just like you just will be so miserable and so unhappy. Yeah. And I fought that battle of being oh, miserable same. and unhappy. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's not a place for me. No, <laughs> it's I don't think it's a place for, for anyone. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're when you're <laughs> so like you have that in mind of like this. Yeah. This isn't where I'm going to be forever, but this is where I am right now. So let's let's embrace it let's like live our best life now yeah right that's so good I love that that like I learned from you in that because I struggle with that same thing of like well I'm you know I'm at a job I'm grateful for my job but it's not where I want to be so like let's go you know like just like treading water until we get there but you can't do that you're only you can only tread water for so long right yeah absolutely you can only be in a place of like discontent for a moment you can't stay there yeah right that's a great lesson I think for anyone especially like young adults I think yeah you know because we're always like looking for the best the best thing or the next thing or Mm -hmm. you know like obviously the two of us like we talk a lot about you know being single and being in ministry and being in this season of our life and it's like okay well what's next like where's he at you know like where is he at we're just waiting (laughs) like we're just waiting you know but like trusting the lord in it but it's hard yeah you know but we can get we can either sit in a place where it's like i'm single or you can be like okay lord like what do you have for me like how can i be better yeah right yeah and i've found so much contentedness in being single mm-hmm. like yeah i'm 
<laughs> as you and some of my friends know, I'm a very independent woman. She's a very independent woman. <laughs> <laughs> been kind of forced into that. Sure. <laughs> but, sure. Um, but I love it and I thrive in it. And she, so. It, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, so I found so much peace and contentedness mm. in the season of being single. Yeah. Knowing it could be, I could be single for another year, another five years. Sure. Another 10 or 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as I have peace about it, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'll just do whatever is my purpose within the season, the season. of singleness. Yeah, you know? that's good. So That's good. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. I found such a blessing in letting God just kind of move in my life, mm-hmm. especially in this season of I am single, you know. Um, this year, I moved back in with two roommates yeah, after absolutely. living alone for a year and a half. And if, well, the most I think I've talked about it on the podcast. The Lord knows too. Like I was not prepared to move back in with two roommates. Dom yeah. will tell you. I was texting her. We I had was, a moment about it. We've had some moments about it, and my roommates know as well. You know, like. But I have come to a place where I realized that some of the fruit of it is because I was like, okay, Lord, like, if this is where we're going, this is where we're going. You know, I've seen those moments in conversations that I've gotten to have with my roommates in moments that we've gotten to just sit and like, be like, hey, this is where I'm at, you know, and I wouldn't be able to do that if I hadn't just like surrendered my pride and my own like, whatever reservation it was about living with people again, like if I hadn't just said, okay, Lord, like this is the next season of my life. These next 15 plus months, you know, are the next season of faith. And okay, like how is my faith going to grow in this season? Because it has already, you know. And your character. My character. And like same thing for you. You know, I went from having a roommate to not having any roommates and now I have roommates again and you are now in a season of you don't yeah. have any roommates I haven't had roommates in two years yeah almost yeah yeah and so like the character that I built by having a roommate before and then now then not having any and then now having them again is like it's it's a different part of my growth than like you now not having roommates yeah. for this season, you know, like you're, you're training yourself to be more considerate of others. And yes. To, again. Yeah. Retraining. Yeah. And I'm, um, unlearning, unlearning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much in a place that's like, I do me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's okay. And that's and okay. So, like we, yeah. we have to, we have to allow for those seasons. Like, well, the Lord, and I worked through the fact that I was not going to have roommates again, you know. But I think what I have learned this year and what I feel like probably you have been navigating through as well is, like, the Lord being like, let me show you. Yeah. Like, let me show you what I'm going to do right now Yeah. in this. Because he'll – he likes to make you think that you know, and then it's like <laughs> – just, just you wait, just you wait for what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. And um, that's one of the most exciting things about having a life of faith Yeah, is that 
you truly don't know yeah what doors he'll open yeah or close yeah and it's really an adventure yeah and i'm all about an adventure i love an adventure yeah i love that i want to i want to ask you a question and we'll kind of modify it for based on how we've talked in the past but i want to know like in your walk with the lord what is a time where you just like it's impossible to deny that it was god's hand in it hmm. so i i've switched up the question a little bit from what i debriefed <laughs> yeah. you on but i feel like this is a better a better application of like a testament to the lord yeah um so I suppose if it, if we're going in that direction, uh, I was not always a Christian. Mm-hmm. I was, in fact, anti-Christian. Mm. And I don't know if I was atheist, but I was... I didn't really care either way. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have a hate towards the idea of God, but I didn't think that... God was relevant to mm, me or mm. to anyone. <laughs> and so I just kind of looked down upon the whole thing. Yeah. In a sense. Um, as a young, young, young girl. Yeah. <laughs> like who yeah. has those opinions? I'm sure like teenagers are a lot we get we don't give enough credit to teenagers no. and their thoughts and yeah. their mind yeah. and their emotional health. Yeah. You know? True. But for me I was very mature in the sense that I had developed my own way of thinking yeah. at a very young age. Uh-huh. And that was a part of it. Yeah. Um, and so I'd probably been to church, I can count three times. Mm. <laughs> One yeah. of them when I, was, when I was baptized as a Catholic, um, as an infant. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> the other time was... Um, it's probably only two times, but, um, the other time was going to a Christian church with some, uh, my aunt, um, in California. And so I didn't care much for the experience at all. <laughs> sure. <laughs> By sure. any means. <laughs> um, but I had learned some news about a young baby girl cousin of mine and family means everything to me Mm -hmm. i adore my sisters my brother my father my mom they're just and they're my heart i Mm -hmm. love them deeply and i have always had that connection to all sides of my family whether Mm -hmm. or not we you know and um i grew up in a little bit of a interesting situation so i was rather close to a couple of my cousins who were babies and they had experienced a rough part of existing for, you know, since they were born, they were born into a, you know, struggling family. Sure. Yeah. Um, And so she, my little baby cousin, Abigail was maybe three years old and she was diagnosed with liver failure. Mm. And I had a good friend whose mother is uh, has liver failure, and she has maybe six livers in her body, and she is going to dialysis constantly, mm. and she is just on a million different medicines. And I imagined that life for that little baby girl, mm. 
at such a young age and it broke my heart. Mm. And so I was like, all right. I mean, there's nothing I can do. I'm yeah. 16 years old. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to save that girl. Wow. So yeah. I, I cast a prayer into the air. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, if you're real, <laughs> you will save this baby girl from mm. this life. Mm. Like, I don't want her to experience suffering to mm. that extent yeah. in that way for yeah. the rest of her life. Yeah. And um, and then I was like, if you know, like I made a deal with, with sure. God. Of course. Like, if, you, if you do this for me, I will never do anything wrong again. Sure. <laughs> that time that I, I'd, I'd done a few things here and there. <laughs> Yeah. That were that were wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. And in the Christian sense, like sure, sure. You know? And um, so I was, I was committed. I like I will change my life mm. for you. Mm. Like I didn't know what that looked like. Sure, but um, I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a desperate way, in a desperate mm. time. And um, a few weeks later, I had been introduced to. A woman who had um, who had really changed my life. She had invested in me when no one was around to invest in me, and yeah. everyone was around to cast stones mm. and you know predict what they thought I would end up being. <laughs> you know, which is not not anything that we should talk about on sure. this podcast. <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> they people and their opinions of me. There were yeah. there were many. Yeah. Um, but one woman um had served at the Black Student Union, which was the uh, one of the clubs that I was a part of. And she took me under her wing when we were hungry. She bought us groceries. Mm. Like when I needed, I we were kicked out, so I needed a place to live. She opened her doors to me. Like, there was, and she did that before she ever talked about Jesus. Mm. When she did mm. that before she ever invited me to her church. Yeah. And she, and Just it was love. so, so, I'll always love her and always remember the investment that she made into my mm. life. Sure, she had an end game. We all do. Sure. <laughs> but, like, the... That that she gave so much of herself mm. for something that was not guaranteed. Yeah, who would have known that I would have accepted Jesus like sure. weeks later and you know become who I am now? Yeah, ten years later. Yeah, no one, no one yeah. could have predicted that that those acts of kindness and acts of care yeah. and investment would have made the difference that it made yeah. in my life. You know, mm. um, but you know, a few weeks. After I met her, she kind of pushed me into going to her um, a, a conference, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, hey, you should come. Uh, there I felt the presence of God, the love of God. I didn't believe love existed. Mm. I was just a totally angry and broken person. Mm. I did not believe in anything mm. whatsoever, especially love. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. I just did not think that it existed yeah and and or that it was it should be as glorified as it was right to everyone you know yeah and so I felt the 
beautiful love of God, and it moved me, and I gave my life to God that night. Mm. Um, and then two days later, I found out that Abigail, the little baby girl, didn't, like, she was healed of liver oh. failure. Wow. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. such a, like, you, you took care of, you took care of that girl for me. Yeah. Like, I'm oh. already giving you my life, and you se- you sealed the deal. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You, you've come wow. through, you know? Oh. And so that's one of the many, many times in my life that God has moved, and it's been so evident. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know a lot of that story, so that's so... Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sharer. She's, <laughs> the fact that you are on this podcast right now is pretty incredible. I'm, I feel very honored and blessed to have you here. I love just, Dom and I can sit down and just talk for hours. Yeah. Even if I saw her yesterday, there would still be like hours of things to talk about. And I it feel feels like. like months. Months. Yeah. Yeah. We just that I've seen her. Like it's been I saw well, you last week. And yes. I'm like Dom. No, I feel the same I feel the same way. I feel like there are people in your life who come into it at a time where you need them to be there. And then there are people who just stay in your life for the long run. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who come in and out, and then there are those who just stay, and you're one who has just stayed. Cheers. And I'm grateful. Same. Cheers for that. Um, and I'm I'm really like, still. We've been sitting here talking for thirty minutes, and I'm like, we could keep going for hours and hours, <laughs> but at the same time, we have things to we've do got, today. We got. The we things got. To do. We've got things to do. Um, but we'll just we'll kind of leave the conversation as simple as that, and then just the last few things that we always end the podcast with because i i'm interested i don't know if anyone else is you can share your thoughts and opinions and comments later but um i are you actually interested in in my in any of it (laughs) in any of it yeah let us know let us know you can reach us host at enjoy the sass.com um so i want to ask you what you like to read if you read um movies like if you like movies what kind of movies and then do you listen to things like music or podcasts or whatever so just kind of run me down that yeah I um love to read Mm. I love sci-fi books actually okay I didn't know that yeah okay what's the latest one or the last one that you've read or a favorite or whatever I haven't had much time to read you're very busy (laughs) but um one of my favorites is the Mortal Instruments series. Okay. Comment below if you know about Mortal Instruments. Okay. I don't know a whole lot, so I'll have oh to go check gosh. those it's, out. It's such a cool, such a cool book uh, or book series. Um, yeah. Uh, as far as music, I'm all about all genres. Yes. I love country music, which she is does. surprising she to does. some, which is irritating it's okay. <laughs> because it's, it's such fine. a beautiful genre sure. um yes. Yes. <laughs> and i'm a huge jazz fan yes i love i love billy holiday frank sinatra louis armstrong those are to name a few just a few she was listening to billy holiday on her record player when i came into her yeah, house I today having, i was having a real moment yes um, yes <laughs> as far as what i like to do in my free time 
Yes. I'm all about a good road trip. Uh-huh. I'm all about a good girl's trip. Except. Girl's girl night. She doesn't like to drive. No. I don't like to drive. I like to experience the scenery. Like. Yeah. I don't want to worry about cars. I don't. <laughs> I like. I want to look at the window and gaze and listen to my super mellow music. You yes. know. Or yell at my friends. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to be a part of the experience. I don't want to sure. be a cab driver. You okay. Know? Okay. And plus. Interesting. I'm sure my friends are grateful that I don't like to drive because. <laughs> Let's just say I ain't the best. I'm not the bur- I'm not the worst, but I ain't the best. Lord. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, oh, um, those are those are little pieces of things that I like to do. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Do you listen to? Do you? Since you don't have time to read, I also don't have a lot of time to read. But I've been like super into audiobooks. Can yeah. you do that? Can you? Can you do audiobooks? I'm not into audiobooks. No, Mm-mm. you like to like turn the pages yeah i like i to do turn too, the pages and like experience feel it read it yeah like, i love to read it yeah yeah i feel the same way but i just don't have time and i still want to like experience books you know yeah. so yeah. i i drive so much that i have to listen to something yeah it's either that it. or music or podcast which do you listen to a lot of podcasts i don't i yeah. should listen to more podcasts i definitely listen to enjoy the sass mm, because thanks. who wouldn't who with a mind wouldn't wow a mind and taste thank you, know? you thank you thank you that is a ringing endorsement right there i so appreciate that um but no i don't i don't really listen to much yeah else. do you like to listen to sermons or anything like that, like on I do. podcast or yes. video, Elevation I guess. Elevation Church uh-huh. is one of the main ones. Um, I love good teaching, so I like yep. to listen to um, Robert Morris's Church Gateway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love all of that good nice. stuff. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Well, um, it's almost like the holiday season. Not really. It's just September, but... September is the holiday for me. It's there you my go. Birthday. It's our birthday. It's enjoy the sass's birthday. It's coming up too. Days. The next episode you hear will be birthday episode. So that's exciting. If you'd like me to record myself singing happy birthday to you, oh. I will. I will do that as a favor. Oh, okay. Um, thanks. Is that a no or? I mean, we, we can talk, talk about, about it later. Book? Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. Let's talk about it later. Let's talk about it later. Um. <laughs> Well, because, like I said, it's almost, quote, quote, the holidays. I guess we're ringing it off, starting it off with enjoy the Sass's birthday, Dom's birthday. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Okay, why? Um, I love breaking bread uh-huh. together. Uh-huh. Like, I'm a big fan of eating and feasting with your loved ones together. Yes, yes. Um, I'm a big fan of gearing your heart and mind towards thankfulness mm. and expressing that mm. more mm-hmm. than we do on a day-to-day. Yeah. And so, yeah, I that's probably I love that. my main one. I love that. I love the perspective of this is a truly a time to be grateful and it's not just a time to like sit down and eat like way too much food. No, yeah, you're definitely going to go hard, hard on the dinner table. Yeah. Definitely wear your stretchy pants, but also oh, be grateful yeah. that you have some good stretchy pants available to That's you. True. you That's true. That's true. Yeah. And a couch to sleep on. And a couch to sleep on. Yeah. And all a that. lovely cook who will make the apple pie. There you go. Whoever that is. You're not the one. You're not the one. I'm, I ain't the one to bake. No? No. You'll cook like the turkey? No. No? <laughs> 
I'm just trying to think. I'll come. What's Dom going to cook? <laughs> I'll come. She'll show up. She'll I'll show come. up. I'll give you lots of hugs for cooking me. I like the hugs. Next few meals. Yes. The leftovers <laughs> the from leftovers. Thanksgiving are like none other. That's so true. Yeah. I love it. Now I just want to eat turkey and stuffing right. and sweet yeah. potatoes. So yeah. thank you for putting that craving in my head two months early. <laughs> well, that's okay. We'll, we'll kind of end there. Um, is there anything that you want to mention that we didn't? No. No? You feel content? <laughs> Do you feel happy with this experience? I'm, I'm satisfied. You're with satisfied? Experience. Yeah. I hope you're satisfied. I am. I'm really grateful and I'm going to smile the rest of the day because <laughs> Dom came on my podcast. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, if Love people you, want to you. keep up with you, how do they do that? Mm-mm, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Dom's like a, she's like a recluse. She's, she's Wow, that's intense. Not, I mean that in the best way. Like, you're like, um, I am an you have to be in her yeah, circle to, to get a hold of her. To be in my house. So this is, is special. Where we, are we are in her house. I'm grateful for that. Podcasting on the go is what we're doing these days. Um, well, I get you, you know. It's okay. It's fun. Um, well, you can follow me, as you know, at Enjoy the Sass on Instagram. You can email us all of your thoughts and comments on this episode and any other episodes hosted Enjoy the Sass. Like I said at the beginning, stay tuned because we've got some super fun stuff coming for the birthday. Hopefully a new website will also drop with the birthday episodes. Um, if you have any questions or need anything from me, please reach out. I love hearing feedback on episodes. It just warms my whole heart. So um, please do that. Thank you so much, Dom, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Faith. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.